In this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the goalie situation. Yes, the goalie situation. We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check that out. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this episode, that is what we are going to talk about is the net mining situation. We all know that it was an inconsistency in net the entire season with Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek, but both of them will be free agents in the offseason and July, and it remains to be seen uh, as to who the Washington Capitals pick. It's been talked about quite often that they are going to be uh, picking up a veteran netminder. Who do you think that will be? We'll talk about that later in the show. And then also what it's going to boil down to later in this episode is something that doesn't have to do with play in net. It has something to do with how much they're getting paid. We'll talk about that in the final segment. But just to get to it here, let's talk about the net minding situation in wa- for Washington. It's something that has been talked about this entire season, the inconsistency, and why didn't they do something in the offseason? There were these glaring deficiencies that we knew that were in the net for the Washington Capitals, and Brian McClellan and company did nothing about it. So the Washington Capitals went along with the season, kind of a lackluster season, for the most part, they had some brief flashes of greatness and they had some brief, brief uh, flashes of greatness in net as well. And that got them to the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs where they lost. Uh, so it's just, uh, that's what I'm talking about. When the rubber meets the road and you're in the playoffs, you got to know how to win. And the Washington Capitals, who went all in on Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek, they, well, they found out how that was going to go. They fell flat on their face. Inconsistent, I think it's Ben McClellan said. I don't think it's the reason we lost the series against Florida during the season. It was probably in and out, which is expected for an inexperienced goalies. And, uh, you know, that's kind of just writing an excuse for yourself. Um, I think that ultimately the onus on that falls on Brian McClellan and also the goalie coach. Um, like I say, it was this glaring in deficiency or this glaring deficiency in this team that they knew that this was going to be a problem. I've talked about it in this podcast and in my previous podcast last summer. Um, it's kind of just been a big mess ever since Henrik Lundqvist. And let's be honest, let's go even further back since Braden Holpe left. Uh, the reason that the Washington Capitals went all in on Ilya Samsonov is he went on that tear and won 10 games in a row. And they're like, we don't need Braden Holpe anymore. He's where he's going to need too much money and he's getting old. So they just kind of kicked him off and he went to Vancouver where he struggled in Vancouver and then moved over to the Stars. Uh, and he played rather well for the Stars this uh, season overall. And there is a possibility that he could come to the Washington Capitals. We'll talk about that later in the show. 
they've both been pretty good, but not great. He added, I think the goalie decision is going to be our first one, and we're going to go from there. After that, McClellan said, adding, we've got some contracts moving out. We've got to sign some goalies, in plural. It's balancing it all. We should have some room. And uh, that's one of the things I want to talk about as well, is that, um, you know, they should see who they have down in AHL Hershey first. You know, I've been banging the drum all season for uh, Hunter Shepard and Zach Fukali. So maybe see what you have in AHL Hershey at first. I know it's an unproven commodity and everyone was kind of giving me the hard time on Twitter saying, you don't want to go with Zach Fukali. We don't know what he has in net. And that's true. We don't know what we have in Zach Fukali, but the time that he did play for the Capitals and his season with AHL Hershey was pretty good overall. Um, if you think about it, most goalies, that's where they cut their teeth and that's where they get their experience is in the AHL division or the AHL league, excuse me. And if you take a look at it, Brayden Holpe, Philip Grubauer, they all got their start in the AHL. So to say that those goalies down for the in the Bears, uh, that they don't have, um, you know, uh, some good potential is rather foolish. Um, because like I say, that's where Brayden Holpe, that's where Philip Grubauer, that is where most of the players in the NHL got their start was in the AHL. So all I'm saying here is that I think that they should take a look at what they have in house uh, before they cut ties with any of those players. We lost in the first round the last four years, McClellan said at the team's breakdown day. We're going to explore changes. I don't think anything is off the table. We're going to talk to different teams and monitor the trade market. We have to identify free agents. We've got to figure out a goalie situation. We got two RFA guys, so we've got to make a decision on what we want to do and fit it under the cap. Uh, under the cap. We're going to explore. I think there's a couple of guys. I don't know if it's a deep free agent market, McClellan said. We're going to talk to other teams and evaluate. And uh, that's what they're going to have to do because they cannot go back to Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov in the fall. That would be the definition of insanity. Um, so, you know, that it, this has been a problem, you know, for the last couple of years, to be honest with you, is that Henrik Lundqvist got injured and then all of a sudden it was Ilya Samsonov and they kind of just decided to go with Vitek Vanacek, who most people revere as an AHL goalie. Um, uh, at best. I mean, I think that he may have changed some minds based on his play this last couple seasons, but that is what, you know, all the insiders in quotes uh, thought about uh, Vitek Vanacek. And uh, so they kind of just, they went all in on this unproven commodity and uh, they got what they got. They, like I say, they made it to the first round of the playoffs, which we kind of knew was going to happen, but they fell flat on their face in the playoffs. Uh, they got outworked in most every single way. Um, so they cannot, if they, you know, we hear about this window that's closing all the time. If they want to make good on those statements and those cliches, then they've got to rectify the situation in net. We have Alex Ovechkin for who knows how many more years and Nick Backstrom, who has even toyed with the idea of retirement. So let's face it, the end is in sight for this current lineup. And uh, let's make the most of it by having some really solid net minders, because that's what it's all about. If you have any plans of going far in the playoffs. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about the goalies in particular. We're going to break down Ilya Samsonov and Vanacek. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders only the parts that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. 
Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store car dealership? Here's an example. Honda Odyssey fuel pump, $353 from a chain store, $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So... Here's what you got to do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On Now podcasts, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So in this next segment, let's take a look at the netminders in particular and see what they have in tank. Um, and let's start off here with Ilya Samsonov. Samsonov, who made it $2 million, uh, during this season, posted a save percentage of .896 with a goals against average of 3.02. Both figures were the worst of his three-year NHL career. And that is what you call a downward trajectory. Um, so, I mean, just because he had that one season where he had 10 in a row, that doesn't mean that, you know, you should be drinking the Kool-Aid on Ilya Samsonov. Uh, let's face it, his play for the Washington Capitals has been inconsistent. Uh, he was drafted in a higher class than Vitek Vanacek. So I think that to a certain extent, that is why the Capitals were all in on Ilya Samsonov. They don't want to take a look at it like they squandered some draft pick. Uh, Ilya Samsonov was drafted in the first round, 22nd overall in the 2015 NHL draft. And here's the biggest thing working against Ilya Samsonov is his current salary is $2 million with a cap hit of also $2 million. So, I mean, if, you know, it's, he's going to want to take uh, a pay increase. He's wanting, he's going to want to get a raise here, of course. Um, but to the Washington Capitals, a team that is rebuilding, do they want to pay Ilya Samsonov more money? I don't think that they do. I mean, let's face it, the deal that he's on now is a prove-me deal. Uh, if he would have lived up to his potential and continued on the trajectory of his career, I think that he could be making much more money, but he choose, or excuse me, he chose to make some uh, immature decisions. Uh, he got into that UTV accident, which, you know, I'm not saying is his fault. But he, then he also got tangled up in that whole COVID mess where he had uh, Ovechkin and, um, and Orloff um, and those guys and Kuznetsov over to his hotel room. And guess what? Kuznetsov got COVID. And uh, it's just been kind of like I say, just a, a big problem with Ilya Samsonov. He seems to be a little bit more dialed in this year, but overall, um, you know, he hasn't been as advertised. He was supposed to be the guy that replaced Braden Holpe, you know, Braden Holpe 2.0, but he's been nothing. He has not been anything close to that. So I think that Ilya Samsonov is most likely going to be the goalie that the Washington Capitals move on from. You know, I don't want that to be true necessarily, but I mean, if they cannot find someone better in the free agent market, then I think that they do need to move on from Ilya Samsonov. Again, we cannot go into another fall with Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek being the tandem for this Washington Capitals team, or you may as well just forget about it. 
Um, I don't think that they will do that. I think that there's going to be some wholesale changes going on with this Washington Capitals team. I don't think it's going to be a complete teardown to the studs, but I do think that you will see some big changes, uh, some faces around the team that, uh, you know, you probably didn't think that were going to leave. And uh, it's a very good possibility that Ilya Samsonov played his last game with the Washington Capitals. On the flip side of the coin here, Vanacek finished with the better numbers in the regular season, posting a 2012-6 record with a 2.67 goals against average and a .908 save percentage, while Samsonov went 23-12-5 with a .896 save percentage and a 3.02 goals against average. In the postseason, though, Vanacek had a strong Game 1 before things fell apart in Game 2. That led to Samsonov taking the reins and impressing with a .912 save percentage through five appearances. And uh, the Capitals were really all in on Vitek Vanacek until he faltered. And, uh, you know, they I think they did the right thing by going with Ilya Samsonov. And uh, don't get me wrong, I don't want to blame the Washington Capitals losing in the first round on Ilya Samsonov. For the most part, he kept the Washington Capitals in the games. Um, you know, there was some poor play in front of him. You know, there was uh, some issues with John Carlson, which we talked about. There were some issues with Martin Faravari. There were some breakdowns with Jensen out there. So, and then it was just not defensemen. I mean, the onus on all the failure uh, of the team, uh, defensive failures cannot lie on the defensemen. I know that they are defense and defensemen in name, but if you have some offensive players like TJ Oshie and the likes coughing up the puck and then going on a scoring play, that is not going to help your case either. So like I say, ultimately, I think that uh, um, Ilya Samsonov kept uh, the Washington Capitals in most of the games that they played. Um, I don't think that they should still go with him next season. You know, I, I do not want to look at his season in a vacuum just in the postseason. I think that overall in the season in totality, I think that he played poorly. That and given the fact that he is making two mil this year and due for a raise, I just do not think that he fits in with the Washington Capitals plans. But with Vanacek, who posted his second straight season with a .908 save percentage and was just getting paid $716,667 and Samsonov needing new deals, the Capitals will likely have to make a choice between which one to keep. And that is my assessment right now is that they'll go with Vitek Vanacek. I think that, you know, just based on his play this last season and the fact that he's only making $716,000 and change, I think that if they give him a raise, it's still not going to be on the level of $2 million. I think that he's probably most likely going to have to accept a backup role at this point. I think that uh, whichever netminder that they do pick up uh, will be a big name. Um, there are some big names out there, and we'll talk about that in the final segment. But uh, ultimately, a lot of those big names out there are older players. Is that the direction that the Washington Capitals want to go in? That's something to talk about in the last segment there as well. So that's what I'm talking about is they, they went all in on this tandem and it, di it, it didn't play out well, did it? I thought Sammy played well, McClellan said to the playoff goaltending. VTech played good in the first game. Sammy played pretty good. I don't think that's the reason we didn't beat Florida. So it was positive for the guys during the year. It was probably in and out, which is expected for inexperienced goalies, I think. And, uh, you know, I don't think that, you know, you can really say those kind of things, can you, that, you know, they're inexperienced and so what? I mean, it was up to you, Brian McClellan, to rectify the situation. Um, I also think that they could have picked up, uh, you know, uh, another goalie. And I also think that, you know, a lot of this falls on uh, the goaltending coach's uh, shoulders who failed. So 
to kind of just pass the buck and kind of just shrug your shoulders and go, it's to be expected that they're going to be in and out. I don't think that quite cuts it. My first instinct is to look at the options and make decisions. McClellan said, inexperienced goalies need to learn how to be consistent. I think it's an educational process. How do you come every day and give the same performance? I think guys that have played a lot have to learn how to figure it out and not all of them do. And some of them do, they get better. They get more consistent. They give their a game more and more as they get older. So it's hard to evaluate which guys get that way and how long it takes them. Well, I mean, we like I say, we talk about this window that's closing all the time. You know, we only have so many more years left with Alex Ovechkin, TJ Oshie, Nick Backstrom, et cetera. We can't, you know, just waste entire seasons trying to figure it out. The Capitals have got to figure it out now before it's too late. You know, this window and this win now mode and whatever other cliche you want to use, the only way they're going to meet their objective of winning another Stanley Cup is by having consistent net minding, which they did not have this past season. All right, after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about the goalie situation and what free agents are available. But first... Built Bar, imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now and we can't promise that you'll get there tomorrow or get them today at Built.com. And if you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. A chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me right. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Built's Birthday Cake Puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake and robed it in 100% white chocolate and added sprinkles. With 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only 9 grams of sugar, this limited-time flavor is an amazing option if you're looking for a healthy way to get flavor and a variety in your day. All Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. That means that Built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. And they are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of healthy benefits. So go to Built.com to get birthday cake puffs now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, in this final segment, let's talk about the free agents that are available. Uh, I mean, like I say, most of the free agents that are available are a bit older goalies out there. You have Yaroslav Yaroslav Halak, who did have some time with the Washington Capitals. And let's face it, it, he did not do a whole lot. It was kind of one of those pickups that they made later in the season. So I am going to kind of scratch his name off the list. The next guy who's a bit more intriguing is Marc-Andre Fleury. I know that he rebuffed the Washington Capitals, but I do think that, you know, given his limited playing time with the Minnesota Wild, you know, the Minnesota Wild who went all in on getting Marc-Andre Fleury. And I think that they were really poised and in a good position to win a Stanley Cup. However, they did not. Um, so in any case, Cam Talbot played in game six. And if you're going to go all out and get that big marquee name netminder in the form of Marc-Andre Fleury, why would you not start him in game six? So many questions abound for that Minnesota Wild team, but their loss could be the Washington Capitals gain. I do think that, you know, if they, they positioned the deal the right way that uh, Marc-Andre Fleury could come to the district and what kind of headlines would that garner um, having uh, Marc-Andre Mark, uh, Fleury on the Washington Cap- Capitals, a longtime nemesis of the Washington Capitals, as he has been a brick wall and net for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Golden Knights over the years. 
Um, so I, I do think it's possible. I just think that there's some positioning that needs to be made. Um, I had heard, um, Elliot Friedman talk about it as much that, you know, it's not likely that he will come here, but it is possible. Uh, he had been talking with some different agents and that thing out, that kind of thing out there. And it does sound like it's a possibility. So Mark Andre Fleury to the district. What do you guys make of that? Another name on the list is one that we are all familiar with, and that is Braden Holpe. Braden Holpe, who helped the Washington Capitals win the Stanley Cup in 2018. Do we want Braden Holpe back to the district? I think that there's a lot of fond memories of Braden Holpe, the quote-unquote save and all that kind of thing. I do think that Braden Holpe um, would be that veteran presence that the Washington Capitals are looking for. So do I think that that's a good choice? I got to say that I think it is, and I think it would be a decent tandem of Braden Holpe and Vitek Vanacek. I do understand that that flies a bit in the face of what the Washington Capitals want to do. They want to go younger. So unless they can pick up a young netminder out there that's not on the radar, you know, maybe they're going to make a big trade for a big name younger netminder. I don't really know. But in any case, the netminder that they do pick up, I want them to be an improvement because I don't want them to part with Ilya Samsonov or Vitek Vanacek if they get if they if they're just making change for change sake. That is foolish if you ask me. So I really hope that the Washington Capitals do the right thing and pick up that veteran netminder out there. Um and, you know, just because a veteran, it doesn't need, mean that it has to be an old grizzled veteran that's 40 years old. You can just get a guy that's been in the league, say, you know, maybe f- five, six years or so, and just someone to steady that net, a proven commodity in net. Um, you know, I'm not against, you know, picking up a Marc-Andre Fleury or Brain Holpe for one year just to get him over the hump, whatever they got to do. But the optimal situation for me is if they can find a young netminder that's been in the league for a handful of years, that's a proven commodity because they went with the, the, the rookie route, you know, the unproven commodity in the form of Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov. And where did it get them? It got them a first round exit again. You know, to a certain extent, you know, them winning the Stanley Cup in 2018 just kind of seems to be lucky to a certain extent, considering the fact that they haven't made it past the first round, you know, uh, after 2018, and they didn't make it before that uh, for quite some time. So whoever they pick up, they need to get someone that has a proven track record. And uh, I think that the best option is to part with that big contract of uh, uh, Ilya Samsonov. I mean, there's no way that they can afford to pay Ilya Samsonov another big deal. There's just no way. And it doesn't warrant it based on his play this year. It just really doesn't. So I think that there are going to be big changes for this Capitals team. Uh, not just in net mining, but throughout, I think that, like I say, John Carlson, most likely, uh, probably played his last game with the Washington Capitals. I mean, that is a big contract on the books and, uh, let's face it, his play in the playoffs was poor. And, uh, you know, there's some other guys out there. I think that, uh, Schultz, this has also been, is going to be his last year that he played with the Washington Capitals. I would ex- not expect to see either one of them back, uh, in a Washington Capitals uniform next year. So those are the guys that I see gone. I see Ilya Samsonov gone. I see Schultz gone. And I do not think that John Carlson will be back. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but my sense kind of is that John Carlson might have played his last game with the Washington Capitals because let's face it, there might even be more bigger changes than that. I know that everyone has, you know, sentimental feelings and soft places in their heart for a lot of the players out there, but let's be honest. Do you want to endure another first round exit? Uh, Cause I mean, you can have all the guys that you love to watch play out there, but if they're not getting you past the first round, what difference does it ultimately make? 
All right. Thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. We're just doing kind of player breakdown in this postseason. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL from first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from our local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals.